What's up? What is up? What is up? <laughs> Great start. <laughs> so we're going to talk about vigilante, uh, vigilante justice today, which is so relevant to us as vegans. And we know vegan activism, but not only that. And actually, the thing that got me thinking about this is actually this story with this UFC fighter, which I'm going to read out. This will be on the screen when I'm, oh, I'm reading it for the people listening. Go watch it on YouTube if you're listening. Cain uh, Velasquez shot at rammed truck carrying man charged with molesting his relative. So Cain Velasquez is a is a UFC fighter, former UFC fighter, fucking absolute beast of a dude. And he, yeah, rammed the truck with this guy in it and shot at him, ended up shooting his, this guy's stepdad, missed the guy, shot the guy's stepdad. And then he's, he's currently on, on trial. I think he's been denied bail and he's just waiting, awaiting trial for that because this guy allegedly molested his family member. And this is a four-year-old boy, I believe, that he molested this guy. And mm. the four-year-old boy went into great detail about what potent, what actually what he thought happened or what did happen. We don't know. Uh, basically, the guy took him into a bathroom, touched his genitals, and said, I've done this like hundreds of times, but don't tell anyone. That's what the kid wow. said. That's what the kid said. Mm. So the kids told his family, this guy's gone to court. And the judges said, we're going to await further uh, evidence sent this guy to go and get his ankle bracelet, told him you can't go near kids, can't go near schools. And on the way to get his ankle bracelet, this UFC fighter has chased him down, rammed him off the road and shot at him. Wow. So, so yeah, so it, that's the world we're in. And it, it coincides with the release of, uh, <laughs> oh, yes. the release of the new, the Batman movie. So it's definitely a relevant topic because of that as well. And I'll be honest with you, full transparency. I'm also watching Dexter, um, for the first time on season three. So all of this together, it's juicy as fuck topic, isn't it? One of my favorite shows, Dexter, yeah. to be honest. It's awesome. It's fucking yeah. awesome. So let's mm. start with, okay, well, we're going to get to the all these with Dexter, the Batman, and veganism, but let's kick off with this UFC story first then. Mm-hmm. Is is he is he justified in what he's done here? Yeah, well, so I, I always like to like, uh, with these kinds of situations, try to like empathize a little bit with the 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 vigilante type and see if, yeah, like, yeah. What, what would I do in a situation like this? I mean, if I found out um and let's let's assume that he know he knows for a fact that this has happened to his relative like mm. hundreds of times because apparently that's what it seems like the kid just was told him that and you know what is he just gonna not believe his kid uh mm. and see like emotionally i could see why i'd be compelled to do that and whether it's uh justified or not i'm not really sure i mean t- logically i believe that people should all you know, get their time in court and, and be prosecuted mm. just as we all should be. But there's also an issue with like the, the justice system not being entirely perfect. Mm. So yep. it's it's a tough situation. I mean, I would have at the very least waited for the trial to run through. Yeah. You know, now when I say uh, that's what I would do, I don't in fact know that that's what my <laughs> emotional state would lead to. Yeah, exactly. I, upon finding out that my relative was molested hundreds of times by this dude, well, it was that, I, sorry, it, it, the kid you know. said that the guy said he'd done it to hundreds of kids. That was it, sorry. Like, oh, he's he always done it to hundreds of kids. Yeah, okay. and he said, please don't, mm. no, don't tell anyone, like joking about it. Like, it was boasting to the kid. That's, that was mm. that was what the kid said. Like, Okay, okay, mm. so a little more blurry, I guess. Uh, mm. Still super bizarre. I mean, these kinds of situations, it, it seems like it's more understandable why they did what they did, but whether or not it's uh, morally justified, I'm not too certain uh yeah you know what i'm saying yeah because well i've i the way i stand on it is that legally i he should be he should be in prison for what he's done not not the not Mm -hmm. the pedo i mean the ufc well both of them actually yeah but the Mm -hmm. but the ufc fighter should also be put in jail or at least fined or whatever he should he should go through the system because we have a court for a reason we have laws for a reason and Mm -hmm. he doesn't get to be you know just bypass that because he's angry but In terms of yeah, his behavior and how what he did was it worth it? Well, if this guy proves to be guilty, no, because he didn't end up shooting him. But if he, if the guy did prove to be guilty, would I have support? And and he did manage to shoot the guy, or or maybe beat him up would be better because shooting could have hit an innocent, which he did hit an innocent, which is yeah. I don't really support that. But taking yeah. some kind of vigilante justice on him, I mean, yeah, I kind of I get it, and I can't blame him for doing it. But the point is, is that you know we don't know if the if the kids telling the truth but why would the kid lie there's so many elements to it yeah but yeah, yeah i'm with you if we assume the kids telling the truth i totally get it and by mm-hmm. the way 
I don't you can't see the picture of this guy. You could talk, you could Google it if you want, but the guy yeah. who's being charged for, for doing this pedo shit or, or is on is on trial for doing this pedo shit. I don't know what pedos look like, but as far as they go, I, I if I was to guess if this guy if, his name? To, if I was to guess this guy were a pedo, uh, if whether he were a pedo, I'd say he's a pedo. Let me just I can send you the link. Sure. sure. <laughs> and I don't need to be like, you know, judges on his appearance, but like I don't know if it's the mugshot they used or what, but let's put it this way. The guy's 43 and he lives at home with his parents in a, and they, his parents run a child daycare center. This is where it happened. So the dude's 43 mm. living in a child daycare center with his mom and dad. And he looks like that. He's got this, like for those listening, he's got shaved head and, and this kind of like tufty little beard, like kind of shaved at the sides, a little bit tufty in the middle. And he's got the look of a He's got the eyes of a predator. I feel, mm-hmm. and, and I know it's brutal, I, but I'm just telling you how I feel. All right, this is it's yeah, not I mean, fact. If, if you put a gun to my head and said, "Like, is this guy a pedophile?" Yes or no? You die if you say no, and it's he is, and I would probably say yes. He <laughs> yes. um, has to yeah. be. No, he doesn't have to be. No, come on, come on. No. He is though. I'm. T- I, I've my gut. Like, see, my gut tells me he is, and maybe this explains why this UFC fighter, this Kane Velasquez, maybe he also had that gut. Because the thing is. He's a professional fighter, which means in some way he has a natural predatory instinct because you can't be a fighter unless you are some kind of predator. And you know what I mean? In some way in life, like not not in a weird way. No, not in a a weird way. Not in a weird way. I mean, in like you got to get in a ring and you want to hurt that person, right? Only a predator mindset in some way is going to allow you to do that. Whereas some people get in the ring and they couldn't do it. They don't want to hurt the person. They pull the punches. But to be a professional Mm -hmm. fighter, you can't pull your punches. You need to be like... A, yeah you know a strong kind of predator mindset so mm-hmm. maybe he saw this guy and he's like do you know what um i, I in the ring i'm a professional like you know i i, I hurt people for money and, and i do it professionally mm-hmm. i see some of that in him but he's not a professional i see that he is hurting people i can see it maybe he could fucking feel it you know yeah. like being so yeah, close th- to violence you know that yeah, you, yeah. you can feel it in someone else like that guy's a violent fucker i know him i know he is Maybe. Right. And there's also a lot of information we don't even know. Like, mm. we don't know the extent of the conversation that the fighter had with his with his relative. Right. Uh, he We don't know how much he knows the relative. Maybe he knows him so well as a kid and knows he would never lie or like has never seen him lie before. And like mm. the kid could have been getting very emotional in the midst of the conversation to the point where the fighter was just fully believing in what he was saying. Right. Could be. Uh, and yeah, you got you, you got to take that all into account when you look at the end result which was him being extremely enraged and enraged to the point that even knowing that the court case was going to go was still in progress he couldn't help but go ahead and and take matters into his own hands Mm. and do some kind of vigilante justice you know it's weird that he also as a a professional fighter who has probably kicked the shit out of you know many of the professional fighters he chose to go and attack an untrained man with a gun yeah you've got the best weapon you know, on you, you are a weapon. Why would you use a gun? Yeah, that's unusual too. I think if he just got out and kicked the guy's ass, he wouldn't be in anywhere near as trouble as he is now. Yeah, to shoot him at him when his dad's in the stepdad's in the in the passenger seat or or drive. I don't remember which seat he was in, but to shoot at him when there's a there's mm-hmm. an innocent that and I get it's in the heat of the the, the moment, but this is this is why yeah. this is why vigilante justice isn't good because it's it's not trained, it's not controlled. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. it's pure emotion. Right. And that that's when it becomes a problem. Like this is a problem the way he's taken out this vigilante justice, isn't it? Yeah. And it's all a little bit ironic because it, it seems like it takes the form of like a crime of passion. And you would think a fighter mm. would probably go about it physically because you really I mean, if I had to imagine what would be more therapeutic for me, like beating the fuck out of somebody who I hate, who molested one of my relatives or shooting them to death, like I'd probably I would think that the the physical right one is a bit more uh what's the word satisfying or right or right or play with his genitals right get your yeah, own maybe, back maybe I mean. yeah <laughs> if you want to go that far yeah um, <laughs> i mean shooting so. him yeah you're right shooting him doesn't feel like it would bring him satisfaction but clearly it, maybe he just wasn't thinking straight was he he just sure, clearly yeah. was not thinking straight but then, yeah but that means to to be so mad, right? Imagine being so I've never been this mad, and I guess you haven't either. To be so mad no. that you you get in your car, you have a gun in the car, and the the chase was long, by the way. It wasn't a short mm-hmm. chase, it was a long chase down a highway. So he stayed mad 
for the entire mm -hmm. chase, which is difficult. You know, you start driving, it's hard to stay mad at something when you start driving. You start drifting yeah. off and you're like, actually, maybe it wasn't so bad. This is like, I saw this skit that was talking about this with guns and they were saying that we need to bring back the old rifles because they take so long to load, we would have no mm -hmm. gun crime, basically. Uh -huh. So you'd be like, you just fucking called me a, right, one minute. And just like start yeah. loading the gun. And by the time uh -huh. it's finished, you're like, uh, do you know yeah. what? Actually, I don't think I want to shoot you anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I've calmed uh -huh. down a bit, you know? So mm -hmm. we did that in the car. He got all the way there, got out the car, I think, maybe, or maybe did it through his window. I don't know. It's it's just, it's mad to go, to have all that time to calm down and not calm down and then get there and still mm -hmm. be like, oh, I could get out and kick his ass. No, I'm still going to try and shoot at him with his stepdad yeah. in the car. Mad. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's other factors too. I, I don't know anything about this fighter, but, right, right. you know, he could be under the influence of performance enhancing drugs you know which we know can <laughs> increase be. anger yeah. and like all these things who really who really knows right yeah um, it's true it's true was he was he drunk like this you know i don't know if you know any, any of the answers to those no i don't but, i don't think he'd been yeah. drinking i think he'd been mm -hmm. at the court case actually so i think mm -hmm. he'd been maybe he just maybe he just saw that the batman was coming up and was like you know what <laughs> i can be that maybe that was maybe that was yeah. the thing he saw the trailer Robert Pattinson, he was mm -hmm. like, you know what? That pretty Twilight fucker, he's not even yeah. doing it. You know, I can do it better than him. Maybe, maybe it was something like, you never know. <laughs> maybe maybe the, the relative's favorite superhero was Batman, and he was like, I'm oh going to, you know, take it into my that. own hands. <laughs> Someone like this guy, this Kane Velasquez, somebody like him could be Batman, though. I mean, this, I don't know if you've seen the guy. He's fucking massive. And, mm -hmm. and it, all you need, I mean, technically, all you need is someone with a big like him uh, strong and with enough money and and uh, no fear basically of of being hurt and you've got you've got yourself a batman i, would I don't say know the, i would say it. the in, the intelligence factor though is like uh, yeah, of one course. of the biggest with batman like he, <laughs> this guy clearly doesn't have enough to be batman looking at yeah. what he just did <laughs> ba batman wouldn't have been so um careless in his execution mm. you know he no. would have he, he would have done it at night he would have uh not gotten caught for one you know right it's a lot yeah. of stuff there it's true it's but, true but the act of mm -hmm. the act of taking justice into his own hands i don't think was necessarily a bad thing but the the, the execution was terrible uh what he did was yeah. terrible and if he was trying to kill the guy i don't think that is also the the, the flavor of justice i would have recommended he go for like if you wanted mm -hmm. to scare the guy to death like give him a bit of a hiding give him a bit of a kick in and terrify him then that I would say is, yeah, that's great. Don't put him in hospital. Don't don't put him on life support. Don't break anything. Just terrify the fuck out of him and hurt him a bit and make sure he never does anything like that again. I'd mm -hmm. say, yeah, go for it. But like, you know, maiming and killing, it's a bit far, I think. Yeah, so I mean, like, the fact the fact that the, the court, it, like it, it'd be even more understandable if the, he was deemed innocent. And then, and, and the guy knew like factually, at least with the, because there's certain things that happen in life where you can't actually provide evidence for it but you but you experienced it yourself like if i saw somebody on a, let's just say stranded island beat somebody and there was no cameras there was no anything and by the time anybody can do any sort of investigative work everything was healed you can't prove you can't prove it in a court like it, it's mm. just he said she said kind of thing so i'm just saying like yeah. if it were to happen be the case that he knew for a fact and he, the guy went through trial and was deemed innocent and then he were to go ahead and do it it's like well he he has evidence that like the justice system failed in prosecuting this guy. Mm. He deserves some sort of punishment. So now I'm going to take it into my own hands. Like that would be way more understandable. But the, the fact that the, the court case didn't even finish yet, it was still in progress. Right, like that's, right. you know what I'm saying? That that makes it less to me understandable. So you know, maybe then, maybe he was actually going for a Dexter-esque move because, well, actually, no. Well, maybe the, maybe he knew for a fact, he had evidence this had been done, but he, but it, maybe it was evidence like in Dexter. Sometimes Dexter gets evidence that he obtained illegally, meaning it can't be used in court, which means that even if he showed them, it doesn't yeah. matter. You can't get them done. That's why he kills them. And, in, and for those that don't know Dexter, Dexter's a, this like serial killer, but he only kills other killers. He doesn't kill anyone else. So if somebody else is like a serial killer or, or if he has a code, like if they're likely to kill again and they're not going to be removed from society by by the by you know the courts or if they're getting too short a sentence or if there's a chance they'll get out of prison and kill again he will take it into his own hands prove to himself that they did it by going to their house and looking around and then he'll kill them so um mm. it, it, maybe this came maybe this ufc fighter had done something like that i don't know maybe interrogated this guy himself got the truth out of him 
thought, oh, I'll see if the courts can deal with it. And then they couldn't. So he's gone Dexter, apart from done it really unintelligently and, and very brutishly and, and got caught and, and not even got the guy. Right? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a it's like a less intelligent Dexter. Yeah, something. significantly less. Because I ideally he wouldn't want to get caught, obviously. Like this right. guy's not looking to get caught. So Right. Um Do you do yeah. you back Dexter in that th- you know when you watch it, obviously we know it's not real, but if it yeah. were, I mean, if it were, we wouldn't know. That's the craziest thing, right? Because because if, if there were a Dexter serial killer out there who works in forensics, we'd never know. He'd never be caught. Mm-hmm. So, would you are you supportive of that? If that if the guy is out there and exists, well, with the with the information, like, so with the information that you're given in the show, it's it's beyond evident that the person is guilty. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's a show, and we see them do bad stuff, and then we see Dexter see them do bad stuff, and then Dexter's like, I gotta take care of this. Yeah. Um, now if you want to ask me like really, really like philosophically or whatever in my own head, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of the death penalty. Although I, I, I'm all for restricting people from living in society if they're a danger. Right. Uh, cause I'm not, I don't, I don't know if you heard, heard of like Sam Harris and free will and the yeah. illusion of free will. Yeah. So like, I kind of am on that side. I don't really have a reason to believe that absolute free will exists, mm. but I would still treat a, a serial killer or somebody was, who was born with the shittiest environment environment and genes as I would a uh, an inanimate object like a car mm-hmm. swing, uh, spinning around and hitting people like I wouldn't um, I wouldn't like morally condemn the car but I would I'm, I'm I'm all for isolating the car from society and restraining it and not you know I, I kind yeah. of view people like that now in my real life day to day like if someone bumps into me you know, in my head, I'm like, fuck you, bro. Like, or like, why did, why did you do that? I'm not sitting here getting all like philosophical. Like, well, technically, <laughs> uh, uh, his wife, maybe, uh, you know, he got in a fight with his wife today and that caused him to be late for work. So now he's running and he accidentally bumps into it. Like, I'm not going to be thinking like that. Yeah. I'm a human being. So in the moment, I'm going to be like, fuck you, dude. Why did you bump into me? Like, you're an asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so in, in, in the grand scheme of my, the way I view things morally, I would still want the person to be at the very least um restricted now if somebody came and molested one of my relatives i'm not going to sit here like oh did you see sam harris's speech on free will like no i would i'd probably take things into my own hands and 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 do something yeah you know <laughs> but, just just crack on hey what you've been molested here listen to sam harris you can learn yeah. about how it's not his fault and right. and actually if it's not his fault and yeah. you know it's not your fault whose fault is well we don't know yeah. maybe next time next time don't don't be such a sexy kid i think that's yeah. the solution isn't it really Yep, that but might even be that's not his fault, right? <laughs> yeah, that's not you, his didn't, fault. you didn't choose to be sexy, so <laughs> I'm not sure if this is going in. Uh, I think mm-hmm. YouTube might might come down on that. I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> Just we'll put it out there. But in in, mm-hmm. in Dexter, back to Dexter again. The um the point of of yeah, with uh, the reason he kills him is because they can't be isolated because the the law is failing. That's the whole point that you can't mm-hmm. isolate them from society, which is why he's the last resort. He gets in there and he's like, right. If the law fails and we can't take you out of society, I'm going to kill you. So, in in that sense, would you would you support a Dexter who's only doing that if if somebody is out there doing that? Yeah, if there's no option to restrict them, and it's right. either they are killed or they continue to offend and cause suffering, and kill innocence. Then, yeah, then of course I would I would from a utilis- utilitarian perspective, I'd be like, yeah, it'd be mm. good to kill this person because it would save all these lives. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. Well, let's totally. switch lanes because I now I think we've teed this up nicely uh, for a bit of a vegan convo, which I know people really want. I mean, they were waiting for this probably. So, <laughs> so uh, the most anyway of our of the people that are going to listen to this. So, right. so I saw this thing. It's vegan. Re- it's it's vegan related. It's not directly vegans yet, but it's it, we're going to start here, and I think we can go from here. So, I saw this article. It's true, by the way. It's not a it's a real thing. It's not some bogus article. There's a there's an organization in the UK. Uh, con- con- conservation, environmentalist, you know, all that kind of stuff. And they've been going around and def- deflating the tires of SUV cars in posh, rich kind of neighborhoods. So deflating them, not popping them, not stabbing them, but deflating, well, maybe they're stabbing them, I don't know, but they've been deflated. They-, they claim they're deflating them and not damaging them. And then putting a post-it or whatever a fucking thing under the um, wiper to tell them, uh-huh. Your car is destroying the planet. You should do something about that. So, so it's it's vandalism. That is technically kind of vigilante work. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. It's in the realm of that. 
And it's vegan relevant because obviously a lot of vegans talk about plant-based diet for the planet and there's a lot of connection here and overlap. So we'll get to the straight vegan stuff soon. But first of all, what, what my take on that, I was kind of pissed about that when I read that. I was like, kind of like, how dare you touch someone else's property and fuck with it and mess with it for your personal agenda that you believe something is true. It's not actually... You know, there are people much smarter than you who disagree with this, by the way. So it's, of course, we, the whole climate change debate, obviously we know the climate is changing, right? But the impact that, for example, an SUV has on it is debatable, right? Let's, let's just put that out. It's debatable. It's not like factually this is destroying the planet. There are many other things that are way worse than an SUV, right? So yeah. for, for them to go and put this out, it felt a little bit to me like a step too far, like vigilante justice that was not necessarily justified. What's your take? Yeah, I mean, like if I compare something like this to someone like breaking into an animal lab and breeding animals, I think it's totally different, like in terms mm. of the outcome, because like that case is justified because you're you're literally saving these animals from being tortured and experiments right. on them. But in this case, it's like, what is your goal? Is, to, is it to convince these drivers of SUVs to, ch to change to electric uh, because they can they come outside and they see that their their tires are, are deflated and there's a sign that says go switch your car like it's like likely they're going to be really pissed off they're going to go to the car shop fix it and then just move on with their day i, I don't see how it's by any means persuasive and i don't see mm -hmm. how the outcome is anything good if anything it would that is something that will like induce that kind of reaction vegans always get where people hear like oh like i'm going to eat three times more meat because right. you're being vegan like i if i plus here's the thing like I'm already personally doing stuff for the the environment. I drive a car that is that runs on gas. I couldn't afford an electric car. Um, if I were to go outside right now and see my tires are deflated and there's this fucking sign that says your your car is, I'd be like, dude, Destroying fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd I would not feel any kind of of goodness. And this this applies mm. to shit like throwing blood on people for mm. veganism too it, it's do you know not... there was sorry yeah there was a rumor about this that that never actually happened like i read this somewhere mm. that apparently this is this is this was generated by like an anti-vegan mainstream media and and i tried to mm. look deeper into it see has anyone actually had blood thrown on them and mm. and um they all repeated and it's really actually hard to find whether yeah, this did I, or didn't happen you I, know? I think How it's uh it? i think maybe what what really happened was activists put blood on themselves right act, like like uh because because i don't yeah I, I, to be clear i haven't now that i think about it I don't, i've never seen the actual right. video it's the mandela somewhat, effect yeah, it's that yeah. thing where like it's so yeah. it's so strange do uh -huh. um, you know what this reminds what makes me think of this uh, okay we're gonna deflate your tires and then put a poster or whatever a fucking flyer on your on your car it's kind of like if, if the vegan alternative of this you know if you wanted someone to go vegan it would be like wait until someone leaves a supermarket right taking taking their bags of shopping off them taking those bags of shopping back into the supermarket and then saying you shouldn't eat those things you should go vegan and then they have to walk back into the supermarket and pick it up and go home it's like it's a minor inconvenience that i don't think yeah. convinces them of anything it just annoys them yeah and, and I, when, I, when, right? when i think of convincing someone to go vegan i think of like a very in-depth conversation i think oh. of exposure to footage i don't think of like taking <laughs> these things that they own that they don't really fully understand are problematic and is fucking with them like there's no there's no it's explanation like, for the action it's just kind of like you know what i mean just like hiding the bacon and then they go where's my bacon and you're like i put it over there okay there's <laughs> a minor inconvenience right. yeah you should go right. vegan because of that minor inconvenience well i've got it yeah. now though so but the thing is with yeah. deflating the tires that is that's that is a minor inconvenience for most but for some people that's a fucking hassle if they don't have a pump at home or any way to reinflate them they've got to call someone out and they can't get to what you've just really fucked with someone and it, it, mm -hmm. it, it's also it's very very similar to this event that so this action they did in extinction rebellion did in london i don't know if you heard about this they got a huge huge um backlash from it from everyone i don't think anyone supported them they fucking stood on top of a metro you know, like an mm. underground train, yeah. and stopped it from running. But the one they chose was from a poor area of London where literally thousands of people were trying to get to shitty, low minimum wage, fucking nine to five jobs, right? Uh, yeah. And they and they and they they held them all up. These weren't rich people or elitists or whatever. They weren't they weren't the top one percent. They weren't even these were just average regular people, and they they stopped it. And you know what happened? 
They got mm. fucking dragged off the top of the train and kicked the shit out of by these people, which I don't, I think that's horrible like, that this all happened. But I mean, what the fuck did you expect? These are, these are working people. They're not, they're not like going to be like, oh, oh, hello, you're still on top of my train. Please, go. they're going to like get the fuck off. I need to go to work. I need to pay bills. Oh yeah. Like, no, no, no. It's, yeah what do you do? Uh, it's totally understandable why that even happened when you, you look at the psychology of <clears throat> being in poverty and uh, scarcity and what it does to human behavior, people that are impoverished, they're going to be way more likely to be aggressive when you get in the way of their scarce means mm. of money, which is their, their, um, their transportation system to their minimum wage job, which they're living pay to paycheck from. Like they're not yep. going to be like calmly like, Oh, like what do they have to say? They're like, no, I'm fucking Who? trying to survive right now. And you're, and you're just getting in the way of that. This they're pissed off, my- dude. They don't want to go to those jobs, man. These these were average yeah. everyday people that are living yeah, yeah. On, the, on the outskirts of London, trying to get into London. It's like, dude, you, these are the mm. worst people to go after. Like, yeah, no, if you're gonna do that, it should be the people that aren't in a rush, that are living very eloquently, like maybe rich people, uh, not mm. people that are like that. Really, the, the the first thing they think of when they wake up is like, how am I gonna afford this? How am I gonna afford that? You know, and then mm. and then they're getting to their means of a. Of, potentially affording stuff which is the transportation system and then these people are just holding it up and like you know so yeah it's also that these these guys also tend to be and i know i know people do this to us as well as vegans but but these extinction rebellion characters do tend to be very well spoken very privileged very middle class people that kind of and it, it makes it 10 times worse like if you had someone on the train who was like proper cockney proper like down to earth kind of looks like one of the people that that they were stopping you might not. It might not go as ass kicked. It might have been a bit more relatable. Like guys, we're doing this for you, kind of. But they weren't. They were yeah. prop. They were like that middle class kind of. So it makes it even worse. You can afford mm-hmm. to not work today. These people can't. So get the fuck off the train. What are you doing? Right. You know. And it, it's. I've not seen anything like that. And from the vegan sense, I mean, I saw, for example, in Melbourne, another example of vigilante, vigilante justice. We could say, in Melbourne, the Dominion protests. They went out and blocked streets and it stopped basically the whole center of Melbourne for like, I don't know how long to promote dominion. Yeah. What do you think about that? I, uh, when I think of those, when I view those things that I mainly, cause obviously the message I agree with beyond belief, right? And dominion, by the way, just in case someone doesn't know what that is, dominion is do- a documentary a vegan documentary that exposed so much. Like it was, it's, mm-hmm. it's a, you should watch it on YouTube. Yeah, it just shows all the horrific stuff in factory farms and, and all mm-hmm. that. Um, no, yeah. So so obviously the message I agree with, but like I just don't I don't know. People always cite like to other forms of disruption. Like this happened in the civil rights movement, I believe, where they blocked traffic for mm-hmm. civil rights. Um, but I, I just don't know what, how that's going to convince people. And some people will say, oh, it's not to convince the people that we're disrupting. It's to create news headlines and get the word out about Dominion and you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, that does publicize the documentary in a way that helps animals because now more people are going to go watch Dominion and more people are going to go vegan as a result. Hmm. Um, but in the moment, the way that I feel at the surface is like eek. Like I'm like, oh man, these people are going to. I kind of cringe a little bit. I'm like, these people that are getting disrupted are just like fuck veganism. Like I need to get hmm. to work. Like you know, I I was driving once when I was living in California, um, and I it's the traffic are, are, over there is already terrible as it is. And there was some protests. I don't even know what it was for, but they were just blocking my main road to get to my house. Mm-hmm. And I was so, I was so annoyed. I was like, bro, I don't even care what your cause is right <laughs> now. I, I, I'm just trying to get home right now, you know? Right, right. Um, and again, I don't even know what it was, but mm-hmm. so I can imagine like in the moment, no one who's driving is going to be thinking rationally. Plus people on the road, like road rage and stuff, like people already kind of have this weird frame of mind that's the moment they get behind the wheel which is like fuck anybody who minorly inconveniences me if this right. guy cuts you off you know like people's people's psychology in cars is very interesting like they get they're already fucking mad <laughs> like a lot of the time <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. I have friends or whatever who i talk to that are really nice and super chill we hang out all the time and then i see them behind the wheel and it's like they act like a fucking, like an insane person. Right. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like road rage and shit. You know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I even think with that, like, uh, predisposed behavior, like when you get behind the wheel, like blocking traffic in order to convey a message about animal rights, it, it doesn't, I don't know, doesn't seem like, uh, 
a good thing to do. Now, I could be wrong about the outcome. The outcome might be mm. net positive. I don't know. No one has data on this, so it's like... Yeah, it feels kind of like if, it, if there's anyone you're going to go after to get a message out, it could it, it, it would be better to dis- disadvantage uh, and inconvenience the ones higher up the chain as opposed to the your average just person on the street, really. Because mm-hmm. the average person on the street, yeah, I suppose you could say that they are... I mean, not suppose, they are often a part of the issue, but they're not also not educated on the issue. Whereas uh-huh. your McDonald's bosses, they know exactly what they're doing. They are, they've been mm-hmm. doing this for years on purpose. So when you block mm-hmm. a McDonald's, yeah, that's, I think that's like complete fair game. But when you block mm-hmm. a road, although it does, it does, I mean, it did get Dominion on the map. Let's, that, let's just be clear about that. It, it got Dominion hundreds of thousands of views, but at what cost, at the cost of a load of average Joes, um, potentially, you know, being, very disadvantaged and you some people would argue yes but it saved animals well i mean did it you you, you know you're arguing uh the, there's no data behind that right so yeah. it's kind of like an assumption which i think a lot of vegans fall into unfortunately making assumptions yeah the whole um, the whole like which activism should we do thing a lot of people mm-hmm. just pretend like they just they know all the analytics of like right, the outcomes right. and stuff and it's like you really yeah. don't like let's be honest also you know when you you ever you ever like talk to someone who's vegan you go oh what, what made you go vegan they usually say something like, oh, like uh, I saw this speech or I I uh, watched this documentary or this. Like I've never once heard someone say like, oh, I was driving on the way to work and <laughs> they just the whole fucking road is blocked. And I and, and <laughs> like like and then they said, go watch this documentary. And I was like, dude, hell yeah. When I get home uh, three hours later, because my main road to home is is blocked, I'm definitely going to put on that documentary. Like well, I, I can't even see like that happening. Like I walked out of my house one day. And my tires were deflated. And that was the mm. moment I became an environmentalist. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. convincing. You, you have to just, it's like these this kinds of activism, at least with respect to targeting the people that are getting fucked, like the people that are having the roadblock or the people that are having their tires deflated. You're not taking into account like this, this short-term psychology of people when they're like minorly inconvenienced. Like no one, mm. no one, like even myself as a person, like when I become a little bit inconvenienced relative to my normal day like let's say that every day i have this cycle and it's like i'm very used to it mm-hmm. the moment that something happens like for example i record videos on my computer sometimes sometimes things just you know you know how this is like something's just acting up right and you're just like fuck dude like like this is not how it's supposed to go There's a my life sucks right. right now man right fuck yeah it's it's super like privileged thing to say too because like Oh my God, my camera's not working while there's people starving in other areas. <laughs> yeah. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, this is just the way that humans kind of work. So we, I, I feel like just minorly inconveniencing them is like, it, you got, you have to take that into account when trying to convince them mm-hmm. of a very deep message, such as animal rights and like, yeah. But we're going to get into a dark topic now. And I know mm-hmm. that some of the people, who end up listening to this are going to clip this shit out. So just be prepared for this getting clipped down and turned into mm-hmm. some, you know, video to to take us both down but okay. vigilante justice we've talked at the beginning we've we mentioned dexter we i think we're both completely behind batman right that's there's no question right we, we do we question batman mm, i think batman's pretty good he is very evidence-based he always right. know like he's very intelligent he, you can trust that he's yeah it doesn't kill that's also a good thing right yeah depending on the comic you're reading but mostly right okay yeah. <laughs> well he killed the joker in one i know that but um yeah, the point is it takes a lot for him to kill, right? That's the point. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. More or less. So the Dex Dexter is a killer, just just constantly. But we've we've had that discussion. Right. So we've we've kind of said that if there's no way of removing this person from society or stopping them from doing what they're doing, yet they are killing, uh, they or they are likely to kill again, then dextering them would be fair. And then we're meaning this hypothetically, not that me, you or I would do it, that somebody dextering out there, we would be like, Yeah, fair play. You know what I'm gonna ask, right? You know where this is going. It's going to a dark place. It's going to a bad place. Vegans, most vegans, or at least a lot of vegans, maybe not most, maybe a minority, let's go with minority of vegans, would probably hold animals at the exact same or maybe even a higher status than humans. I don't believe that. I don't think you believe that, right? Uh, I, I don't, assuming that... Uh, like I go off of like sentience. So like... Right. I, I could hold a, a pig to be of higher value than a human if the human is like severely, severely right disabled and but but on average, like no. 
Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The the general rule is no. That's 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 so yeah, you don't, the, sure. apart from like some some. So you're too much yeah. of a philosophy debater because you can't yeah. you can't just give me a yes or no. You have to be like, well, yeah. there was these specific circumstances where I would yeah, not yeah, agree yeah. with that. It's okay, dude. We're not we're not here. Don't worry. No one's gonna call you out or catch you out with this kind of stuff here. Um, you never know who's watching, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. King of so disclaimers. Like... <laughs> so that being the case, a lot of vegans would hold uh, animals generally non-human animals just higher than humans so they would potentially agree with dextering people who kill animals and can't be stopped and and that that would be their le- their, their flavor of vigilante justice um do we want to mm. go down the road of discussing whether that's right or wrong or do you want to avoid this altogether because this is we know this is a <laughs> dodgy area like and i i, I don't mean, <laughs> i mean after I've, I've, I've thought about it for a long time uh I don't. I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be justified. I mean, especially given the the outcomes of if we if the vegan movement were to be discovered to be killing meat eaters, our movement mm. would be condemned. <laughs> it would be condemned beyond belief. Uh, it would fuck us up. It would fuck us up. Um, we just got vegan Dexter, run. vegan Dexter out there just taking care of business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think uh, practically it would fuck us up, fuck the movement up. It would, it would turn us into like a joke, uh, a, a group of psychotic people. Yeah, because not because most people don't even understand the morality of animal rights first uh, to begin with. So it wouldn't even it wouldn't be good. Uh, no, and yeah. also you know the whole killing people thing is probably yeah <laughs> apart from it apart from yeah. it messing with the vegan movement i think you kind of glossed yeah. over the fact that killing people probably isn't the best yeah. solution to this problem <laughs> in this well, case no, bro. Right? If, if, if we solved the problem this is a joke what i'm about to say <laughs> someone's gonna clip this probably yeah go if we it. were to solve the problem of nobody negatively or mass viewing the movement as a joke as a result of vegans killing humans then maybe I'd be cool with the vegans killing humans, but that's a joke. It's a joke. Oh, it's a joke. It's too late. You, you, you didn't, <laughs> the it's a joke wasn't intermittent in the middle. So now yeah. somebody can clip that segment out and be like, listen, vegan logic promotes killing people for Well, I, I was smiling when I said it, so I feel like that can help. Or that could not help. Help you like knows. a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah, psychopath, that's yeah. how it could help. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a really it's a dodgy topic, isn't it? it? Because you know, if if you if you follow through with what a lot of vegans say, um, well, I mean, let's go for me personally, forgetting other vegans. So I I I personally would say like being violent to solve violence, it it, it kind of is doesn't it kind of defeat the point? Like, oh, this person is um, doing all of this violent shit, so I'm gonna do violent shit to them. But then doesn't that open the door for someone to do violent shit to me and then somebody to open the door to do violent shit to them? And it just is it is is it not just a chain of cons- consistent violence? Because I don't like what you're doing, so I'm gonna kill you. But then that person didn't your your family member didn't like me killing you, so they're gonna kill one of mine. Is that not what it ends up becoming? Is this not just violence, violence? Yeah, I mean I, I, cer- I certainly believe in violence out of like self-defense. Um, right, right. Or like uh you know, if someone is somebody saw another human about to slaughter another human, presumably we would say it's justified for an, someone, a third person, to come in and save the victim by enacting violence on the on the perpetrator. Um, whether we would we should apply this to animals, I think we probably we should if we're going to be consistent, right? Uh, you know, if we do like the whole name the trait thing. Um, but yeah, it is tough because like. There are times when you have to use violence to stop violence, right? Um, so. You mean like physical, like a, if, when, yeah. you, when you say violence, I mean we're not talking like killing someone. We're talking you're meaning like restraining yeah, like, someone. Technically yeah, restrain them or something. Yeah, like be. if you if you don't have to kill them, like how Batman is like if you if you can right. not kill them but restrain them or physically harm them in a way that they can't harm others. You know, that's I'm all for re- that. Yeah, restraint, but for sure, yeah, restraint. restraint yeah restraint but then how does that apply to people who are in animal agriculture uh, who are doing this to animals if you if you want to apply this to animals right and say right you know what not you i mean in general yeah you uh i'm putting this all on you it's really easy for me if i just let make you say all yeah, the yeah, horrible yeah. shit I'll, yeah i'll just i'll just answer all the hard questions no problem <laughs> okay I'll ask my, i'm asking us this question this time if we apply this to animals and we say, right, animals um deserve to be defended in the same way that a human deserves to be defended which which um 
Um, which, yeah, I guess, I mean, I, I could, how can, how can I not say that? How could I not stand by that? If it's a necessary, if it's an unnecessary act that they're, they're being killed and using it for mm. like things that people, just for people's pleasure. Okay. Then, well, they should be defended. Um, not taking into account the whole social elements of it and how, you know, what's acceptable, what's not. And, and obviously this is very complicated too, mm. uh, but yeah. Um, I've lost the, the point I was getting at. It was, it was, <laughs> it's gone. But, but my point whether is, whether or not we, okay, can, we should be killing, was it uh, whether killing we should people be, that are harming animals? It's kind of the, um, should you be restraining? I think it was where I was going for. You would restrain somebody trying to murder a human. Um, would you, would by restraining somebody trying to murder an animal? I've been, I've been personally attacked for not doing that before, by the way, for standing by and allowing it to happen. And my defense in this was that, if I do that, I will most likely end up in hospital, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as in the the positions I've been in, where I've been in, in a slaughterhouse, and I've had to I've stood there watching. Um, these were mostly in India and some in Europe, but mm-hmm. in in Europe, if I did it, I would get hit with the law, obviously, and I, or potentially harmed as well because these people would get in my way. In India, if I did it, the law would probably wouldn't get involved, but the mob would because there's a very big uh-huh. mob mentality with these slaughter areas in India. They're, they're very, mm-hmm. they, they're, they're brothers and sisters. They care for their own. And if someone's deemed to be trying to interrupt, it gets mm-hmm. ugly very quickly. So my defense was, I'm not, it, it's acceptable to everybody but me. So by interfe- interfe- interfering uh, physically, I'm, I'm going to die or get very hurt and no one is coming to help me. Right? So... Mm-hmm. It becomes, you know, uh, what's your take on this this whole? Well, I, mean, I, 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 I try yeah, to make yeah. it easy for you here to give yeah, you yeah. my take first. I, mean, I certainly don't. I don't think that in every scenario you're like obligated to stop a violent act when, especially when you can get harmed in the process. Like if they're if you're in a school shooting or something, I don't think that every single student is obligated to run up to the shooter and try to disarm them or right. like because you risk getting shot in the face. You know, mm. um, it's certainly super noble and virtuous, but um, especially in the moment given our survival instincts and stuff like it, it's certainly understandable why you would hesitate to do those things there's also the the answer the question of like if you were to get jailed as an activist mm. um and be restrained from doing any more activism long term you could save less animals because you're not able to speak up for as long or as vocally mm. or you know what i'm saying like yeah so it's it's tough um when you've t- taken into account all of that uh yeah, I, I mean, you've seen videos of of uh, James Aspie in, in slaughterhouses. He's just watching, but he's filming it and he's trying to like get it out. Or mm-hmm. there's a, there was an undercover slaughterhouse worker who came to my school once and back in Orlando, and he was going over how he was watching animals die every single day, and he had to film it. He had nightmares, and it was terrible. But he managed to get so much footage that was eventually used for different projects and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he, he could have intervened, but like, what would that have done? Like he would have just blown his cover. Mm. The animal would prob- probably would have gotten slaughtered for food anyway. Cause right. Cause you can't stop be- that. Right. So it, it's like, n- there's a lot of questions, you know, but. Mm. So, um, you, so, so we're, we're saying that intervening and, and killing people that do this is not an option mainly because we don't, we, we agree that killing people is not a solution to killing animals right it's it doesn't we, we yeah, we're, well, we're I, in agreement this is not it doesn't make much yeah. sense does it yeah i just mean that it's not like an obligation um, no i mean i mean just, i'm just going to try and define the two so we've got we, mm-hmm. we agree that the killing thing is not that's not a good angle that's not a good way to go but then yeah coming stepping back from that restraining is it can could be good but it's not an obligation for the reasons we've just been through that yeah at certain uh-huh. points if you try to restrain somebody with a knife that's trying to kill mm-hmm. an animal where it's legal to kill the animal and everybody else in the room and everybody else in the world almost mm-hmm. wants that animal to die you are you might be a noble yeah a virtuous person but you might be a dead noble or virtuous person or an imprisoned noble or virtuous mm-hmm. person and and then are you useful did you even save any animal probably not right right um i think that's kind of what we're are you am i Am I missing no, that's, something? That's, Is that it? that's yeah. pretty much it. And like, there was an activist that like got ran over, right? In uh, she Canada. She did, yeah. 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 Did. And like, that was insane to, that, that it happened. And there was huge news reports. There was even a couple like mini documentaries on it. Um, and I'm sure it contributed to saving, to spreading the word. Mm-hmm. But like, you you have no clue if that would happen upon getting in front of a truck to try to stop violence. Like, right. you could just get ran over and then tossed and 
and that's yeah. it. Like, yeah. you know, so there's, there's also like not knowing the outcome of the action and stuff and yeah. You know, to clarify though, let's just be, make sure people know that she didn't do that. She didn't go out with the aim of getting run over. That wasn't, Oh, definitely not. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just in case anyone thinks that that's for anyone that doesn't know, actually, she, her name's uh, Reagan Russell and she, um, was an activist, 65 year old woman activist, uh, who was in the street and they were stopping trucks like they do at this safe movement vigil event, stop trucks, say goodbye to the animals, touch them and give them water and film. And then they go in and get slaughtered. They weren't, you know, they're not doing anything else other than that. And this the power truck apparently claimed that he didn't see her. Um, I think what I think happened is that this truck driver accelerated to try and scare the activists. Didn't see that she was there or did see that she was that she was there. I don't know. You said earlier, people get in a car, get angry. We don't know this guy's mindset. Many people claim he murdered her, um, which is totally an, uh, could have happened. I don't know for mm -hmm. sure, but either way, he ran over her. It was fucking horrendous. Mm -hmm. um, the reports from it was just horrendous, absolutely brutal and killed her. And, yeah, you're right. There were documentaries made. There was there was a campaign, um, but that's not. I mean, she didn't she didn't aim, set out to be a martyr. But I, I wouldn't recommend people set out to be martyrs. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's the most effective yeah. thing to mm -hmm. do, especially with the amount of noise today. Maybe in the past, 20, 30, 40 years ago, if you set out and you were a martyr, maybe then you'd be remembered and you'd have a big impact. But 2022, there's so much noise. There's the chances of yeah. you just being forgotten in in a day are so high. So martyrdom yeah. and, and, and vigilanteism, violent vigilanteism for the animals is probably not going to have much impact other than you getting jailed or hurt, I would say, maybe. Yep. There's just, and the, yeah, like you said, there's just too much information overload with mm -hmm. the internet. Like you don't even, you, you have way less chance of getting like discovered and all that stuff, you know? Right. And the people like, so we've gone through. The, the, the specific animal agriculture workers and obviously we, we know i'm glad we got this straightened out so anybody who's not got the message yet no, don't go and try and kill these people and probably don't try and restrain them either it's probably not going to go well for you continue doing activism that you can do that doesn't involve those things like non-violent activism um but what about what about the alf because they could be considered vigilantes they could be considered kind of like the batmen of the vegan world because they again they don't actually maim anyone or try and kill anyone but they they uh they investigate they plan meticulously they do get caught but they aim not to get caught they're, you know they're very like um prep they prepare a lot and they sabotage right that's what they do that's their main deal they sabotage testing facilities they sabotage farms they sabotage slaughterhouses uh i don't know if they've taken claims on burning some buildings down but i'm pretty sure that when that's happened there's been absolute certainty that nobody's in there including animals or people so mm -hmm. they so are, are we I, I mean i i in the past have been very for that to be totally honest with you i've i've felt like quite like okay no one's getting hurt it's only people's pockets that get hit and i kind of don't feel like that's the end of the world if you just hit the pocket of a business that that tortures and kills animals i'm kind of like whatever Mm -hmm. but does it, is it violent to burn a building down is it violent to sabotage a testing facility yeah i mean I, I always like when i have to answer these questions i always put it in the context of uh of like humans and see if i would hold the same position like if there was like a human testing facility like some nazi shit and you know these humans were getting shampoo shoved in their eyes repeatedly or or, or like how would they do with monkeys where they like they test like the, the amount of force that would be exerted from a particular car accident on their head over and over and over and testing like seatbelts or whatever the fuck I've seen. Um, if that was happening with humans, I, I'd probably be for those buildings being burned down or, or any sort of a hindrance to their efforts because it would, it would in turn um, lower the amount of suffering happening. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, there being nobody in the buildings is a great add-on to that. Like that, that'd probably be needed, I think, for me. Right. Uh, you yeah. Especially because I'd assume if when there's also this is an assumption, but if there, when there's people in the buildings, there's probably still animals in the building because right. they're doing the testing. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I yeah, would they, say yeah. They don't burn. So yeah, the the burning stuff I've seen only on slaughterhouses. I've not seen them because if slaughterhouse closes, there's no mm -hmm. one inside. 
right? They don't leave animals mm -hmm. overnight in most of these places. But you're right, in testing facilities, they do, which is why they don't tend to, to do anything like that. They smash it up and uh, sometimes take animals. Sometimes they leave animals still in there, but they smash up all the other equipment. So they it costs mm -hmm. a lot of money. I mean, I can't see... Like, I, I like what you said, where it's like, if, it, if it were humans in that scenario, would would it would it then be okay to do it? I think most people, even if it, if if most people realized it were dogs, they would be happy to, to see activists yeah. going smashing that shit oh, up. Definitely. So I, I think, I think it's what I said earlier. I think attacking the the top levels of this businesses, facilities, stuff like that, as long as you're not harming individuals physically, like if you're harming them mentally or in the pocket. I, I feel I've seen people try and use this argument of, okay, maybe they didn't hit them physically, but they, they now they're terrified of going to, well, shut the fuck up. Those animals are more terrified yeah. than those people. If you're terrified of going to work, get into the job. If you're terrified of, of running a business because of all oh, so, oh, my business, I'm so scared of these activists. Okay, change your business. Right. Right. You can always change. These animals can't. So I, I have limited empathy for that. You know, somebody was on my property. It really scares me. Okay, stop doing horrible shit to animals. Nobody will come on your property. Right? right. Install better security. Like there, you have options to make yourself feel more safe. They don't. So I don't really care. Um, mm -hmm. If you don't want this to happen, stop doing it or, or improve security. Right. So, so I, oh, I, I suppose that is an element of vigilantism. I guess we could call it that, that I would be behind for sure. Nonviolent, um, nonviolent kind of violent towards the building, violent towards the, the pocket, the, the economics of it, but not violent yeah. to the individuals. Yeah. I mean, like uh, you're, you're, uh, in the, in the end, you're hindering a very immoral act, mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah. and also sending a message that might even make people like it, it could scare some people into like saying, well, I don't want to be in a building or in a, in a, yeah, in a building that might be lit on fire or, or whatever, <laughs> you know, now maybe they don't know that they consciously did the, the, um, arsony or whatever mm. while knowing there was nobody in there. Mm -hmm. but still like to the people that, that were working there it's it's pretty scary you're like damn maybe i shouldn't be testing on these animals or right you know and, and maybe it's even right. like a selfish reason to not like maybe they still don't even realize it's fucked they just don't do it because mm -hmm. they're looking out for themselves but either way mm -hmm. something good is happening where right they just stop and there will be many people that find this extreme you know like what was what we're saying right now will we'll be like oh my god this is like fucking intense like both vegans well, and non -vegans. I, well i think i think your dog thing is a good way to think of it most mm. the way people react when a dog gets abused or, or the cat got kicked you know yeah like oh, kurt yeah. zuma yeah, yeah. like those people that are flipping the fuck out what is it consumer so consumer yeah consumer uh uh yeah it, who, those people that are flipping out i i i out of no i have a hard time believing they would be on the opposite side of like a cat testing facility right or a dog like they'd probably have the same position here so. yeah they'd be happy to see people go in and sabotage it right and it, yeah. it's it's crazy because people would these same people if we say oh it's being done to, to farmers who do this to cows they'd say terrorism and then you say okay we're doing it to a lab tested on cats you're a hero mm -hmm. um right. so so you know and even probably I, i'm kind of thinking about youtube um and what they're going to think about this video too if we were talking about cats i think it would be like no problem whatsoever monetized all good but because we're mm -hmm. talking about animal agriculture overall maybe they're going to take maybe it's going to be a problem with this you know yeah it's 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 very it's fucked up isn't it you know it's just so fucked up it, it's ridiculous yeah what it is mm -hmm. the levels of hypocrisy but i think we've i think we got to the bottom of it i think yeah no, totally i think we're more or less Got to start. So, so we both support vigilante justice to we an got, extent. To an yeah. extent. To an yeah, extent. Yeah. There's definitely it's the, there's some nuance mm -hmm. that we've covered here. Right. Right. Yeah. And if and if vegan Batman or vegan Dexter, if somebody's out there who wants to kind of kick off, maybe not vegan Dexter, scratch that. But vegan Batman, if someone out there has the money and the the intelligence, maybe not even the brawn. I guess today's world, you don't really need a lot of muscle to kind of go and do some something like vegan Batman style. Mm -hmm. uh, get out there and, and be vegan batman right we need We're you all for it all for it we need you the vegans yeah. need you are bats uh herbivorous or i think they're not <laughs> fruit bats are i think okay so fruit. It's, in the, it's in the name right fruit, <laughs> i would fruit, hope uh we could have a fruity vegan batman <laughs> fruity vegan batman yeah, yeah. lgbt uh -huh. and the whole lot <laughs> yeah there we go great all right cheers man cancelled right, yeah man. great yeah there we go right at the end though so you know maybe they won't get to they won't get this far to cancel yeah and it with a cancellation <laughs> sounds good <laughs> cheers man all right see ya right